Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire Johnson. Hey, Kenya, we are back. Dr. William Smith. Hey, I think you've uh, you've come back from the land of the sun. I know. (laughs) I just got back from Orlando, and it was literally like 93, 92 every day. It's still really, really hot there, so. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was was at a really cool conference um, that we're going to end up making as a topic so that we can get some other artists to go to this conference. It's called the um, Performing Arts Exchange Conference. And we'll talk about it more later, but uh, because we've got a really dynamic guest today and I don't want to take away from his time. But, but, but before we even get into his time, you have to do your time. Well, it's just a brief moment in time. (laughs) (laughs) We got our music tip. Yes. And uh, our music tip for today it's a site that I came across um, for, and this is basically for musicians and people who are really trying to uh, memorize songs for performance and also just study pop songs or even, it doesn't even have to be pop songs. It's any song that you're trying to uh, learn or learn the chords for. Oh. This is some, yeah, this is something that, uh, that I would, would have loved to have back in the day. <laughs> yes. But, uh, it's an amazing site called Cordify.net and okay. dot net. And what it does is it will um, play any video from YouTube and it will give you the chords. Wow. So that it's right listen. there for you. Yep. And so you could just play along. And I think it even has guitar uh, you know, the, the guitar uh, tab, not tab, but the guitar layout. People do fingerings and stuff, so um, it's perfect. It's just like, make you lazy. Wow. Just make you lazy. Uh, Goodness. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't call it lazy. I just think <laughs> technology sorry. speeds up the, uh, the learning process. Oh, see, <laughs> i.e. lazy. No, I'm just playing. No, no, no. I think that's good. I think it's good. I do think, man, I mean, technology just... Isn't it crazy? It is. Because there's, you know, teaching your ear how to, you know, ear training, that's really, really important in in music. And particularly for musicians, got to catch on to things really quick and fast. And, you know, you just don't want to get that ear lazy, man. Just don't want that ear to be lazy, folks. So just make sure you're still trying to pluck things out using your ear. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's a great, it's a great tip, though. I do think it's that's a great really cool. tool. I, like I do it. think that's, yeah, it, it sounds cool. Awesome. All right, I'm going to let you introduce our guest today. It's usually me, but you know this gentleman. <laughs> you know this guy, so I'm going to let you introduce him. Well, uh, I've just met him, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> not not too long ago. It was, what, uh, a week ago, two no, weeks ago? No, it's not one Something week. Something like that. Because I've even known him longer than a week by email. Come on now. No, I'm just playing. But, yeah, maybe two weeks. <laughs> maybe two weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, this this gentleman here, um, he came through uh, my class. Actually, he was walking, I, when I was teaching class at, uh, at Bowie, he was walking through 
just checking out the, the lab that we had the class in. And it was just, uh, you know, fortuitous that he came through and we just started talking briefly. Um, I, I asked him, you know, who he was and then and he told me and then I said, okay, well, would you want to come talk to my class real quick? <laughs> and he said, sure. And so he just started laying out his career, his, uh, you know, all the amazing things that he's been doing and also his amazing perspective um, which is what I really enjoyed him um, talking about because the students really need to hear how uh, you need to go about doing your, your own career, your own business. And uh, yeah, so it was, I just wanted him to come on the podcast and give that perspective and give you know those, those same ideas to uh, the broader broader audience that we have. So uh, you know, but no, no, without further ado, I want to introduce you all to Dave Lindsay. Hey, what's up, everybody? What's up, Ken and Will? <laughs> welcome, welcome. Hey, yeah. yeah. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Sounds like oh, you guys have an excellent platform right now. Uh, oh, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. We have a good time. That's good. Yeah, we, we, we've been put, putting this thing together slowly, but surely. But surely. <laughs> yeah, we've, I mean, no, it's really cool to be able to meet um you know, people like yourself in the music industry and then to be able to have, yeah, this platform where we can continue to get to know you and to continue to, it's 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 really a win-win because, mm-hmm. you know, obviously, you know, we want to bring our audience, you know, people that, you know, diverse experiences, diverse backgrounds and, you know, for people to learn and engage. But we also want people who are featured to be able to share what they're doing and, um, you know, promote, market, whatever it is they're doing and get their, you know, get the word out about who they are. So I'll let Will start off with the questions. See, Will, okay. I was about to take over, even though you well, did the introduction. Yeah, it's, all, it's right. all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, just want you to um, give people, you know, a background on on where you're from okay, and then how you got into uh, the music industry, you know, sort of that, that beginning part where, where you sort of entered the music industry world. And okay. um, and then I guess guess what what that taught you in that first part. All right. Well, I am a native Washingtonian. I grew up in Southeast DC, and um, Southeast. Yeah, Southeast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I uh, grew up, uh, you know, doing music all my life since I was a child. I mean, I can. You know, remember as early as two or three years old, you know, receiving my first instrument. From there, playing uh, several different instruments, uh, growing up in the church, playing in the church. Um, and then uh, uh, going through high school, um, uh, I played basketball and and was a musician in high school. Mm. And, um, and then... Uh, had a, a little fate of event uh, whereby I was cut from the basketball team and didn't realize what I was going to do with my life and because, I mean, mm. basketball was my world. But music was my world, too, and it actually opened me up even more to just music. And so I got a call. Um, I had three colleges that I was getting ready to uh, go to. One was uh, Morehouse, uh, mm. Berkeley College of Music, and this mm. school called um, Miller Millerville or Miller something University in Pennsylvania, and so mm-hmm. I uh, got a call from Sanders Milligan 
uh, at Bowie State University my senior year as I was actually getting ready to go to Morehouse. And um, oh, wow. and so um, he called me and said, hey, um, I heard a lot about you as far as music and so forth. I'm like, who would you hear that from? You know, and so, <laughs> you know, he said he spoke to my, you know, teachers and so forth and other colleagues of his and heard a lot about me in music and offered me a, a full tuition scholarship to Bowie State to play in the marching band. And so mm-hmm. I went to Bowie State on a full tuition scholarship and um, then from there transferred from jazz, uh, from the uh, 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 marching band to jazz band with Dr. Knight. And um, mm-hmm. that's where I met my partner now, Cliff Jones, uh, while I was in college. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got in the music business because I was, uh, as a child, I always was writing songs and, you know, and from that experience in high school was really what kind of cultivated my writing and uh, production um, uh, dream, if you will, and, or desire, passion. And so um, I met Cliff while I was in, in, in college and told him, you know, that I was very interested in being in the music business because at the time he was working with everybody from um, Michael Jackson to managing Genuine at the time, um, wow. so forth. And so, you know, he gave me my shot while I was in college. And, um, you know, right out of college, I started working, producing with Lil Zane, um, um, producing for a rapper named Bloom, did some records for Joe, 3LW, and so forth, um, you know, coming out of college. And then around 2004, formulated a gospel group with Cliff called The Seven Sons of Soul that we did uh, about two albums and had like a top five hit in the gospel industry. And, um, and working with artists such as Monica, Missy, and Raheem Devon, Tank. Mm. Matter of fact, Tank and I grew up together and Tank was discovered. Oh, wow. Yeah, Tank... Uh, Cliff helped discover Tank and um, also Raheem Devon. So, um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so that's kind of like my background. How I got into the game. Wow. That's a lot. That's <laughs> a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, uh, uh, Kenya, you got a question? Because I, I, got a, I got a couple. Well, of course I do. No, <laughs> no I. Um, I mean, you just did. A, you just did a, a, a pretty fine roster there uh, of names and you know of artists and and work. And I'm I'm kind of the. I want to know more. What what are you? What is your? I guess your instrument. You you mentioned being a producer and and you played. What was your? What's your primary instrument? I'm just curious. Oh, uh, my primary instrument is keyboards. Okay. Yeah, piano. That's what I figured. Piano, yeah. organist, yeah. All the keys. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you could, I don't know if we kind of dug into this or if this was mentioned just for our listeners. Currently, you are doing what? Like, I mean, obviously, you've got this amazing background, which has now landed you to be doing. Um, I'm just last year produced Tracy Braxton's album and 
this year. Um, hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have her third um, uh, solo project. Um, nice. um, also, currently also, I'm a, a, a director of music and arts at a church, Silver Spring, um, Mount Jezreel Baptist. And then also working on, uh, just working on other projects. We uh, are developing um, artists right now under our uh, Soul World Entertainment uh, uh, production record label. Um, artists by the name of Shade Jennifer. Um, uh-huh. our, uh, a young little rapper that we got uh, uh, named Xavier. His real name is Xavier. Trying to work on his stage name right now. But... Um, uh-huh. Um, just developing. That's pretty much yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah, developing. Yeah, and so you guys, the name of your company. I just want to make sure everybody's you know real clear. Is called Soul World Entertainment. Yes. And it sounds like from what I'm you know learning and did my little research, you guys are yes, definitely a label really doing all you know the all the things that you need as an artist to really get the full serve full service. Yeah, it's yeah. a full service. Yeah. It appears it's a full service agency or or or, or label if you want to you know want to call it. My I guess my big final question that I'll let will tap in is with these artists that you've mentioned. Um, obviously Tracy, you know Braxton's, you know are are very well known. And mm-hmm. how do you go about finding your talent at this point, or do you you know what is that process? What are you looking for in talent? Um, it comes in different ways. I mean, sometimes there's, you know, artists that's seeking us out. Sometimes mm-hmm. there's, you know, friends of ours or family members that we may know that know somebody that's like, hey, you need to check mm-hmm. this artist out. Um, but what we're looking for is basically like stars and, and, and artists who are like just really passionate about what they do because we get it all the time. I mean, we get, you know, people sending us stuff and music and so forth. But um, I like to, I like to think in my opinion, I mean, you kind of can hear the drive and the passion mm-hmm. in the music. Mm-hmm. And then when you meet them, you can definitely see the work ethic. Like these two, two artists that we developing now, Shay Jennifer and, 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 and Lil Xavier. I mean, these, these kids got, a work ethic that's just unreal, you know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. you know, that that's what it takes. I mean, that's how Tank got signed. That's how Raheem got signed. That's how I got on because, I mean, it takes a work ethic, like a drive that's just unreal, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's that's what we look for because we get it all the time, I mean, yeah, people that uh, artists that that you know they like what they do, but they sometimes don't love what they do, and it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I want to. I want the audience listening to just sort of dig into what he just said. There's actually two vantage points that he's talking about. Um, if if you're an unknown artist, you have to be hungry and work, and be willing to work. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes people want to support you. Yep. And, and as he has a, a label, he's he's looking for those artists, but he's also looking for a major artist who who just wants some representation. And either way, it's he doesn't have to work as much 
on one end. He can actually focus on one one thing. So if he's got a major label artist, he can just focus on developing the connections are already there. He can just focus on developing the product. Yeah. If he has an unknown artist, then he can focus on getting connections and that unknown artist can develop their product. So it's sort of like a, you know, if you if you're running a label and I I did run a label for a little while, so I I know what what the deal is. Uh it's just you're you're trying to use what you can use to to push the project forward and and not try to do everything. Mm-hmm. So that's uh that I think that's sort of a, a key thing that you were just talking about. I was trying to summarize it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hopefully I did it okay. Oh no, you yeah. said you said it right. You said it right. Yeah. Yeah, I just I, I think there's so much talent out here and I, I you know, I can't emphasize enough that, you know, talent is, is a moment of it all, but you know, there's just so much more and, and I think that's why I kinda wanted to ask the question that what allows you to and you said it, you know, is you know, you want them to be hungry, you know, the work ethic needs to be strong because there's there's a lot of people out here who can sing or who, you know, can play instruments and, you know, who do it really well, but then there's this other this, this there's this other element. Um, that's often missing, um, which is why we're trying to kind of, why we talk on this podcast to professionals who are actually doing this so we can, you know, they're not just hearing from us, but they're hearing from you, mm-hmm. you know, look, no, they, they work. And, mm-hmm. and that's what we're, you know, that's what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. No, I think it's huge. Yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, I can't emphasize that enough. I mean, and it's not, it's, it's, it's within that work that work ethic is also like working smart and you know and being mm-hmm. very intelligent and strategic about what you're doing and not just being all over the place with what you're doing mm. but you know being strategic yes. you know um yes. when I look at the the artists that I've worked with um that's what it is with them they're kind of strategic in what they're doing they know what they want to do um and they just get it done, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, share, share with the audience what Quincy Jones told you. <laughs> <laughs> evaluate the marketplace. Yes, I love it. I yeah, love that. evaluate the marketplace, which means that you, in order to be competitive, you have to know what's going on. You know, you have to, yeah. um, you know be hip to what we say, you know, hip, be hip to the streets, you know, what's, what's, you know, being original, but also knowing what other people are doing, you know, um, right. and not to necessarily be a copycat, but just know, know your audience, you know, and know what's, right. what's, what's, you know, being, um, not necessarily, yeah, I would say popular, but, you know, know how, knowing where you, where you can fit into that mode, you know? Right. Um, and I would say how you fit in that mode is basically find out what's not being done and do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Thank you for saying that right there because, <laughs> <laughs> and actually that's kind of leads me to a question I was going to ask you because it, it's, it's sounding like you, are you mostly working with R&B, soul? Or, or I, I want to clarify what types of music or are you open to all types of genres? Yeah, we're open up to all types of genres. I mean, just as I said, just you know, that artist that are, that is looking to just you know put in the the work that it takes to to go to the next level, and and I'm, I will always keep emphasizing that because you know, again, you 
we get a lot of artists all the time that say that they rap and they're pretty good, you know. Um, but I feel like it's a certain energy that comes through with those who are just serious, so serious about what they do, you know, because you can hear it in the music. Um, mm-hmm. You can feel it in the music. Right. And so, um, so yeah, I just can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. So I, I want to ask, like, let's say I'm an artist and I think, you know, I'm listening to this and I think, yeah, I have it. I'm passionate about it. I, you know, I'm about it. I, you know, you listen to my stuff, you're going to be able to know it. I've, I've worked hard. What would you tell me the first steps for you to start considering me? Should I be like just emailing you or should I call you? <laughs> like, how do I, how, I feel like I fit this niche that you're saying, um, what should be my first steps? <laughs> just be consistent. Um, because be consistent and and persistent, you know, um, because, you know, we all are human, you know, like sometimes we'll listen to stuff, you know, maybe depending on what kind of mind frame I'm in that day, you know, or the mind frame (laughs) Cliff is in that day and they put in a record Mm -hmm. and it may not move that at that moment, you know, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but you know, doesn't mean that we would not always go back and listen to that, you know, what, what comes about. And then one day it may just, you know, hit us and be like, you know, um, you know, I like it. I love it, you know. Um, but just to remain consistent, um, continue. If you're a songwriter, producer, just continue to just to develop your sound and just continue to record, you know, um, I hate it when, you know, you, you know, you come across an artist and say they're a songwriter producing, you'd be like, okay, let me hear you some stuff. And they only, let me hear some stuff. And they only give you like, you know, three, four songs, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, right. Which I would hope that would be your three, your, the best of your three or four songs. <laughs> but, right, you know, right. I'm kind of like from the old school era where, you know, the A&Rs used to be like, you know, after three or four records, they'd be like, all right, where the, where the rest after that? You know, play some more, yeah. you know, give me some more. Mm-hmm. So I would just say I always have like a, a just a catalog of just music. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And just, mm-hmm. you know, be prepared for that moment because when it happens, you don't want to be, you know, twiddling your thumbs and trying, trying to, to, make, trying to yeah. make stuff happen. And then that's when it's not becomes, you know, unauthentic, you know. Um, yep. because, yep. you know, you're, you know, sounds rushed, it sounds, you know, so just have a, uh, just a plethora of music and being consistent in it, persistent in, in, you know, following up with folk, you know, and saying, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. listen to my music, you know, um, you know, just stand and that doesn't face. bother you, right? That when you, when somebody is, if somebody sends you something and maybe you didn't get a chance to respond, so they kind of they follow up and kind of keep following up. Is that is that bothering you? I'm making a point with in a moment, but go ahead. It should it should <laughs> bother me. Like, it should bother me because right. that lets Thanks. me know that that you know you want it. You're hungry. You're hungry. You know it yeah. should it should bother me. You know. So um, I, I hope people just heard this. Because you don't know how many times. No, I'm serious. The artists will say, well, they didn't respond. I don't want to bug them. Yeah. I don't want to bother them. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, you got to understand that, you know, when you're dealing with 
people that are in the industry, they hear music all the time. They hear come, they get artists coming to them left and right, you know, <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. and so you have to stay in their face pretty much, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you have the artists of the day that say, you know, well, I'll do it on my own, put the music out on my own, which is fine and well. Um, I mean, that, that avenue works as well as long as you are, again, consistent, persistent, and you're strategic about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's but it always helps to have you know someone working with you, and and to, it's just to augment the work. But I I totally uh, am behind that consistency and, and persistence because it it's not it's not like a personal relationship where if or if you're trying to get to know somebody and if you keep reaching out to them they'll you they'll think you're bugging them. No, this is a business <laughs> arrangement. Yeah. And so if you can can say consistent then the business person knows that you're hungry. So don't think of it as a personal relationship. Totally flip the mindset and the concept. So I, I want to get back to um, the, the the point or the thing you were talking about with, with uh, your partner, Cliff. And you said you met him while while you were at Bowie? Or, and what, yeah. was he at Bowie as well? No, he was already in the industry. You know, he's a... Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, he... he uh, so how did that that happen? How did that meeting happen? How did, so you were in school, but he was already in the industry working. Mm-hmm. How did you connect with him? Um, connected through him through, you know, again, playing in the... Um, Cliff used to sing in this group, gospel group, a long time ago called Edification. And I, I and one of the members in this group, uh, when they branched out, did their own thing, um, I was playing for one of the former members of that group. His name is Victor Johnson. As a matter of fact, Tank and I played with them um, and, you know, some of our other friends that are still working in the industry, uh, um, Big Bob, Terry, um, Chuki, and all of us, all of us were together in that, mm-hmm. in that, uh, Brandon, uh, Warren, Jones, all of us was in that, you know, uh, in that uh, uh, group or, you know, playing for Victor Johnson, so... Um, that's how I met Cliff. Okay, uh, okay. do that situation. Yeah, because I, I just want people to to get the concept that because um, he, he seems to be a pretty instrumental person in in your life and your career and and and, and finding that partner to work with is is really important. And I just want to want people to to realize that um, those those opportunities to find those people come through you actually doing your craft. You actually just and being in the mix of doing what you do. Exactly. And those opportunities present themselves. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really does. Just doing what you do, you know, um, and, and and loving what you do, having a passion, what you, you know, what you do. You know, I was, I remember when I, you know, first met Cliff and I came up to him, I told him, I was like, you know, I want to be a, you know, a producer. He was like, oh, yeah, well, let me hear your beats. And at the time, I was one of the ones that ain't really had no beats. You know, um, but I went and created some beats and stuff like that. And then, you know, came back to him. He was like, yeah, they're all right. You know, yeah, I keep working on them. <laughs> and so, you know, but, you know, he took a liking to me because I was persistent. You know, I was always calling him up. It's like, you know, hey, you know, he's like, meet me at the studio. I'm at this studio. I'm like, okay. So then when he finally gave me a chance, he, you know, put me with another team of producers, you know, so that I could sit and learn from one of them, you know, and, you know, you know. Again, I'm from that old school era where, you know, uh, if you ever seen um, 
what's the uh, show? Making of the Band when Puff used to tell cats, you know, mm-hmm. go to uh, Brooklyn and give me a, 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 a piece of cheesecake or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, but you know, a lot hazing of people... Hazing folk. Yeah, it's, it's hazing, but it's like, you know, I mean, I look at it as... Building character. Building character, building character. Like, because when you want something, you know, you're going, you know, you're going to work for it, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, you're going to show the, you know, folk that, you know, um, I'm, I, I, I want it, you know what I mean? You know, I, I'm willing to put in the work, not necessarily putting no hazing work, but I'm, you know, saying that you're, mm-hmm. you're humble, you know, you're humble and yep. you have, uh, along with your drive, you have a humility to say, I'm willing to serve as well, because that's where, yep. that's where I, you know, I did, you know, before I became what I am now, I was serving, you know what I'm saying? I was, you know, yep. playing on other producers' tracks and stuff like that, get my opportunities that way until my time came. And learning from them, you know, how, how to, you know, uh, uh, put together a track, you know, put together a song or arrange a song, you know. And so yeah. um, once I did that, you know, I knew how to arrange a song, how a song supposed to be arranged. Then, you know, the rest is you know, history. I know we're in a different day and age now where, you know, kids can go on YouTube and, you know, <laughs> And learn from it, but it's nothing like learn sitting up under somebody and learning, like yep. really taking in, you know, the art of it. You know what I mean? And not yeah. just the mechanics of it, not to hate there on you the YouTube, you know, videos or what have you. But I'm just talking about the art of it. You know, how to, yeah, you know, knowing what what an 808 supposed to sound like, you know, being right. in a being in a big studio and hearing the boomingness coming out of a big speaker and like, oh, okay, that's how it's supposed to sound, you know? Right. Yeah. So. Right. Right. Yeah, no, I'm glad you're bringing that up because, you know, we are in a day and age where independent artistry is, you know, probably even trendy at this point, um, meaning – you know, I'm gonna, and I got my own studio in my basement or in my room. You know, I can get everything done, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that next level, though, you know, requires mentoring, it requires support, it requires people pouring into you uh-huh. so that you can, you know, see that next, that yeah. next level. And I, I guess that kind of brings me to, um, because I, I get a lot of artists now, like, well, you know, I'm I don't I don't need anybody to to represent me or to be a part of. I can just do this on my own. What what do you have to say to that? Like, you know, what is it that you bring to the table outside of then you know the craft and the development? But what what can you bring to an artist that they otherwise would not be able to maybe do on their own? What could Soul World Entertainment do? You know, we had an artist that that came to us like that. You know, that came to develop them, and then you know told me, you know, hey, we're not moving, not moving fast enough for me. I'm like, what do you mean? You know, do you, mm-hmm. what do you mean we're not moving fast? What, what is your take on where you need to be right now? <laughs> well, I need to be here. I'm next level. I'm the next Michael Jackson. And I said, okay, well, cool. Go do you. And if you can do that, <laughs> you know, I, I'll come kiss your feet and say, you did it. You know what I mean? You know, um, yeah. and and uh, that's what I would say to artists, you know, that come to me in that in that mindset. If you can do it by yourself, do it by yourself. 
you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. um, if you're going to come through us and allow for us to, you know, to develop you, then, you know, let us develop, you know, you have to want to mm-hmm. want to be developed, you know, um, yeah. um, because Mike didn't do it by himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was listening to an uh, 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 interview the other day with Raphael Sadiq, and he's mentioned about the song um, uh, that he did with Solange, the big hit, that mm-hmm. that song was like almost 10 years old before <laughs> she ever even recorded it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's just stories like that that these artists of the day just don't understand. Like, what you record today or what you do today, it may not come out today, but it's for a time, a certain time. Like, I feel yeah. like the music that you create is like your ch- children. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're giving birth to a child that may grow up one day and blossom to be you know, whatever they want to be, you know? And so that's how music is. So just because you create something right now doesn't mean it's not going to ever happen. You know what I mean? You just stay faithful and committed to what you do because ultimately, you know, if you create it from your heart, it's never going to die. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's never going to die. Because... That's how you have the longevity. Yeah, Yeah. because music has longevity. It has, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Cranes in the Sky. That's the name of the song. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it's Cranes in the Sky. Yeah. yeah. Raphael, did you hear? I just heard him on an interview, too. It was Jamel Hill's show. I don't know if that was where you heard him, but he's been doing a lot of interviews because his new project. But he had some good, some real nice nuggets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, and you know, and that was almost kind of similar to a story of mine when I did... Um, um, uh, a dozen roses with Monica. Um, so you know the story behind that. You know, I had a rapper at um, uh, five years before I did that song with Monica that I was working with. That I actually did that beat on him, but we never released it, you know, or anything like that. We never, you know, and he was signed to at the time the rapper was signed to Jive Records, um, and he was signed through us under Jive Records, and so. Um, but he never, uh, we never put the song out or released the record. So, um, I remember, um, Daryl Jones calling up Cliff and was like, you know, remember that record, you know, y'all did with that kid, send that record to me. And so uh, we sent it to him <laughs> and, and then boom, Missy, out the blue. Missy heard the record, you know, called Daryl back wow. and was like, I got a, I got a hit to this record, you know? And so... Daryl sent me the record and I heard it, you know, and, um, you know, it didn't grow up to be a huge hit. But my point is, is that um, that was a a record that was in the stash for about five years before Monica even, you know, put a voice on it. And then thereafter, after she even recorded it, it took another year and a half for it to come out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So that's what artists don't understand that, you know, just... Just, you know, be mindful of the fact that I know we're in a quicker, you know, time right now that things are like, you know, like uh, 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 immediate microwave immediate. I got to have it now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But um, but just know that, you know, whatever you create, you know, just understand that 
uh, it may not be a masterpiece now, time. but it may, be, mm. you know, uh, be a masterpiece later. You know, exactly. Yeah, the kid has to go to go to high school, go, go to <laughs> elementary school, high school, and then go to college, and then get a job, it's and then he process. might succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep at it. it. Just it's, just yeah. keep going. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, well, we're getting close to our time, and I got yeah, now you you you've brought up all a bunch of new <laughs> questions, but I, because because I think you, know, you when you say microwave society, I mean this is the most one of the most kind of I think mm, I don't say frustrating things, but you know as an as a person who is trying, you know I'm an artist, and and I definitely have learned you know the importance of patience and all of that, but as I'm coaching and trying to talk to other artists about what you just said, you know how it just it takes so much time and development um you know that's just really hard for artists today to receive that newer artists mm-hmm. because they're just not seeing you know we're not no one is telling the the ten year story, you know what I mean like you gotta really peel back. We don't even get to see liner notes anymore so that you could at right, least right. see how many people are really have their hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like it's just this one little person who just recorded this magnificent song like there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of people on mm-hmm. that one song, and so it's it's a lot of smoke and mirrors, a lot of false positives. people just really have a a really really inflated. Um, and poor understanding of really of artistry, you know, mm-hmm. and what that really involves. So you, yeah, you said a bunch, and we're gonna have to do a part two because <laughs> because <laughs> there's a, there's never, a lot we more. We never have enough time. Yeah, I know there's a, there's a lot more behind that. But um, if you could, oh, I'm sorry, Will, were you gonna say something? No, I was gonna I was gonna say exactly what you were gonna say. If you could give us the information, um, yeah. you know, how people can reach out to you and get in touch with you, and also your website. Yes. Okay, um, our website is soworldentertainment.com. Um, you can always leave a message there. Um, you can hit me on um, Instagram at underscore uh, Davy Boy Producer. Um, and that's pretty much it. You know, I, I respond mostly to uh, the Instagram. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we will be in touch, you guys. You, he told you what you need to do because I, I, you know, even if it's not like you're under his label, you still need to be talking to people and networking and learning and and all of that. Yep. So, um, we appreciate you coming on and sharing, sharing your process and giving such good advice. You know, it was my pleasure, and I'm, you know, yeah. anytime you want me to come back on, I'm willing to come back on. Yes, oh, we we don't worry. Yeah, you you will be. <laughs> you will get another email about that. <laughs> I mean, because anytime it's you know, and I'm 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 really humble with what by what I do because I mean, I just enjoy what I do and anytime to share with people the process and and to help others grow. I mean, I'm a team player, you know. Um, awesome. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank you, man. And uh, yeah, this this is great. And it was fortuitous, you know, that you came through that day and that and uh, yeah, everything happens for a reason. So. Everything happens for a reason. I believe that as well. <laughs> I believe that as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. Yeah. All right, Will. All right. Thank you. Yep. Well, we'll see. Thank you, man. Yeah. And uh, we will see you all uh, next week. Again, our uh, program starts October 1st, 3MB Club. Yeah. So definitely yeah. listen to the uh 
the um, commentations after the end of this. <laughs> is that a word, commentation? Yeah, I'm just, I don't you know, think I'm it a, is a word. But anyway, listen scholar, to the so end. Listen words. to the outro. It tells you how to sign up. <laughs> sign up for our program so you too can, can learn the tools, you know, and, and have some hand-holding while you guys are developing your music yep. businesses and everything else. So, all right. Talk to y'all later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. If you would like to join our new artist development program, the 3MB Club, please contact us via email at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com to get on the waiting list and request membership. On the first of the month, those on the waiting list will be emailed a link to officially subscribe. Membership closes on the fifth of each month. Please subscribe to our podcast on your podcast player and leave us a rating and review. Also, please leave us a comment on our Facebook or Instagram page. And if you would like to contact us about a specific topic, you can email us at 3mbpodcast at gmail.com.